Hot diggity dog. Derek. Jeremy. Welcome back. Welcome to Retro Time. We got a retro bite for you guys today. We, we've we had quite a week, Derek. Yes, we have. Quite a week. Quite a week. Um, this COVID thing has just been wacky. I'll say that. Derek and I needed a little pick-me-up. And so, uh, so we're going to talk today something that we've actually had this idea for a while and um, uh, today felt like a really great time to just uh, lift our spirits. Um, all, remembering all those crazy work trips we've been on. Real quick before we jump into it, uh, we did say we'd have Tom this week. Um, all this crazy stuff going on with COVID, we just we pushed it back. Um, so we're going to interview Tom, Tom Griever, uh, author of Articulating Design Decisions. We'll have him on next week. We're really excited about that. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, for this week, we're just going to keep it light. Keep it light. We got a little uh, keep it light with a retro bite. <laughs> keep it light with a retro bite. Um, yeah, so work trips, man. Um, Derek, what was the first work trip? I don't even remember. We've been working together for what, like four years now? Yeah, we've um, been working together for a while. What um, was the first trip we went on? Do you first remember? first trip we was went on. Greenville? Uh, was when you first started. Uh, we You got moved to my project. And we took a trip to a little place called Greenville. They call it Greenville. 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 South Carolina. And we went to one of uh, one of the service shops there where they were, uh, they were doing some repairs of some, some very big things. Um, yeah. To not give it away too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you came with in order to do some user research. I was there to kind of... Um, review some of their technology and uh, see what they had in the shop in the shop already uh, and yeah we I remember a few choice moments um, one is we got told that one of the best restaurants in Greenville was uh, this Mexican restaurant <laughs> and we went there and there was like nobody in there it was like <laughs> Like oh, very, right next to the hotel. Oh, I remember yeah, that. It was basically <laughs> empty. And uh, I just remember getting so excited about um, the dips. <laughs> and you thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, Derek and his dips. This man, for anybody out there that doesn't know, uh, one of Derek's favorite things in life is dipping dipping things into dips. <laughs> <laughs> it's not untrue. Uh, it's not untrue. We've got a whole thing at work we call it dip day. It's really, really... Um, it's cute. It put me on the map. <laughs> it put Derek on the map. Old Derek and his dips. Um, I remember that, and that was the, I didn't even. I had just started too. I didn't even have like a, a like a, a MX card or whatever. Yeah, and I had to pay. For you had stuff. to pay for everything. It was like, hey Derek, you mind buying me this? Hey Derek, you mind buying me that? <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. I remember that. I was so like out of my element too because I I had just started working. I went from a tiny little startup with like eight people or no like five or six people. I didn't even eight people at the time. To the big company <laughs> and uh i was just so out of my element with you know traveling i never traveled for work before i didn't know what to do um that was nuts man and amy was at home with with uh linus he was like brand new so she Fresh. was all home alone and stuff yeah and uh i felt so bad leaving her but yeah it was nice getting <laughs> getting a night's sleep <laughs> Don't tell Amy that. Amy, if you're listening, it was awful. She won't listen, time. dude. We've already confirmed <laughs> that our wives don't listen to these things. 
Um, did Donald know none of the, uh, not, uh, Donald the was involved, I think. Yeah, he was there. He was I mean, involved, he didn't go, but yeah, he didn't crazy go. crazy old UXer? No, he That's t- funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think that, um, yeah, there was a guy uh, working with us that we, we uh, ended up letting go, but yeah, Jeremy was our UX guy. He was user experience, and I was the architect of the product, or the de- dev lead at the time, I think, something like that. And um, yeah, we were trying to learn about uh, learn about how our environment, how it was supposed to work. But you know, all the fun stuff on a trip happens after hours. And uh, I just remember, oh, uh, was that the trip where we first met? Um, uh, let's call him Gerald uh, because Gerald. I don't want to give away his real name. Uh, um, our French Canadian friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> where we learned about uh, Deep House and or oh, Dark House or what was it? Oh, uh, that's so house? funny. No, so. Uh... <laughs> So this guy, oh man, he, um, it's funny cause he was French Canadian and you, you know, you always hear about how Canadians are nice. Um, but I guess because he was French, he was a jerk. He was a giant jerk and, uh, he was so mean. And, um, we were, uh, he was one of those guys that was like in the techno music or house or whatever. House, it was house. Um, yeah. And, uh, we're sitting, we're in the car and I think you were in the front seat. I was in the back seat, and he's listening, whatever this is. I was like, oh, man, I'm digging this, like completely sarcastic because it was awful. And uh, I was like, yeah, what band is this, man? And he's like, you wouldn't know who they are. They're just Deep House, some Deep House band you'd never heard of. <laughs> I was like, Deep House? No, it's Deep House. I can't remember exactly how I said it, but I was something about, like, yeah, I'm really in a bouncy house. <laughs> I'm really in a bouncy Joe, you in a bouncy house? Or Gerald? Gerald, you in a bouncy house? I'm supposed to change his name, isn't I? Oh, like Daddy's over here to listen. To this. Yeah, that's um, a good long shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Bouncy house. That was fun. Um, uh, that was the that was the first one. I don't remember. I don't think we actually. I feel like that. I was so new. I didn't want to go out afterwards and like spend any money because I was afraid that um, you know I'd, I'd get fired or something. Yeah, we didn't know the rules. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'd gone I didn't on a couple rules. trips before, like to Atlanta and things like that, but. Um, I hadn't gone out to Greenville yet. Uh, it was kind of cool, though, because the, the facility was really nice. And uh, it was like, you know, big building, big giant warehouse, things like that. But the oh, thing that so always big. jumped out at me was there was a big pond outside. And there were geese everywhere. The geese. Oh, and there the was geese. just geese and ducks and, like, just very geese strange. So, the, so there was geese poop all over everything, I remember. And I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> We were walking. Geese, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. The old CEO, I guess, used to really like geese, he they said. Geese. And so every every facility had geese. Yep. Yeah. If you, <laughs> you know, so if you go to, if there's like a goose uh, pond or something uh, in one yeah. of the facility, you know, it's from the era that that CEO was uh, running. And the you company. may, you may, you may also uh, experience it one day. It's really funny. Right. Um, let's see. What was the, what was your most fun trip? The most fun trip you've ever been on? It doesn't have to be one with me. Uh, it probably is going to be. It has um, to be one. I mean, it's got to be, be one with you. Them. That's no, no, no doubt about that. <laughs> um, I gotta say, uh, did you go on the trip to uh, Budapest when my wife came? No, oh, that was man. I was on paternity leave with Arlo so, on that trip. Yeah, I, I gotta say that was quite a trip. I mean, it was a trip. Like you'd say, like, man, that was a trip. You know, I mean, it was wild. Mm-hmm. So like, um just being in another country with my wife we we had gone to italy on our honeymoon but just going to, going on this trip it was like it was cool because i got to kind of show off like 
hey, I'm working for this big company and they're sending me on this big trip and oh my God, we're going to send you too. And it like blew her mind that she could go. And we went to this little town outside of outside of Budapest where, um, I forget I forget what it was called, but like they were having a wedding like as we were oh, walking wow. by in this little town and on a little hill with a church and um, everybody oh, was speaking a different language. It was really neat. Yeah, Hungarian, I think. It was one, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was, <laughs> it rumor, was rumor had it. Rumor. <laughs> I uh, man, I love Budapest. I, that was like one of my. I, I felt so uh, envious of you guys, and uh, you know, obviously, like, uh, yeah, I had. I just had my son, and I wanted to be home with him. So I probably could have gone how I wanted to, but probably. Yeah, um, yeah but uh, you know, Amy would have killed me. <laughs> She literally would she would have divorced me. Um, so I remember you guys were going. I was like, man, and because every time I went to Europe for work, Amy um, didn't want to go or she couldn't go or you know it would have been impossible to find like babysitters for like a two year old and a you know a newborn. Um, but uh, but man, I was so envious when you guys got to go and bring your wives. I always told Amy that um, next time I go to Europe, I'm gonna get her to go. Yeah, was, you know, I actually, uh, I, uh, it wasn't that trip. Maybe been a different trip before. Uh, Ildika, one of our uh, UXers out there in uh, in in Hungary, she was like, "Why don't you just bring the kids?" I was like, "Dude, I should." I was like, "Do you know of any like old Hungarian ladies that could just watch the kid?" She's like, "Yeah, they wouldn't speak English." I'm like, "That's all right. My kids don't speak English. <laughs> they could just learn some Hungarian from like some old Hungarian lady. That'd be awesome, man." Teach them, teach them how to make some goulash or something. Oh, and man, the goulash that I had. Palenka. So did you, you know, came on the first so trip, pepper. didn't you? The very first yeah, trip. Yeah, Matt had uh, paprika overload. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said it was coming out of everywhere. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I just so remember, uh, so they had, in Budapest, they have palenka, and um, and that's their, that's not their drink of choice, but it's kind of the stereotypical drink of the area. That's and, what they give the tourists. Yeah, right, they give it to the tourists. And I drank it the first time, and it burnt so bad going down. And the guy oh, was man. like, oh, yeah, do you feel the burn? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And he was like, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how you know you got a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, this must be a good place. He was looking around. Oh, God. And we stayed on that, so in that hotel on the, on the hill in uh, old, yeah. in, uh, I think it was Buddha. Um, I would yep. never have known that it was two places, Buddha and Pest. I had, had no I not idea either. gone there, but now it's so neat that I've been there twice, and um, yeah. that we both. You've been there twice, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, so like just knowing where places, like I, I can remember locations of things and like how to get from one place to the other in another country that, like you know, a lot of people think yeah. is just like like uh, farms and goats and stuff. Um, oh, but it's Budapest a wonderful place. I tell you what, everyone made fun of me about this, but the thing I loved the most about Budapest was the freaking roofs. Oh, the roofs dude. were so beautiful. It's just the craftsmanship that went into these beautiful, ornate uh, slate roofs. Um, it's funny. I have a buddy in the neighborhood that's a roofer, and he he does a lot of like uh, restoration work. He work he does slate. He's like one of the few slate roofers in the in the city actually he does a lot of work in the french quarter and when i got back i was telling him like dude these roofs are so he's like oh my god i know because he was in the air force and he was stationed in germany and he was talking we were like <laughs> geeking out over roof the roofs yeah, i'm serious yeah <laughs> but no there's the saint stephen's uh cathedral and oh. buddha man oh my god that roof is just amazing like if anybody listening take a minute and go google that roof it is incredible and then there was like the public market and it was just like all these like crazy designs with just slate anyway 
That was awesome. I went to uh, to uh, Budapest by myself for for work for, um, and I was there for about like ten days. I can't remember. I I got there really early. It was like seven in the morning, and so I got a car and I called the car, called the hotel to get a car, and they they dropped me off at the hotel like three or four hours before check in, and um, I I go up to the to the uh, to the front desk and I was like trying to learn Hungarian, you know. Still trying to learn Hungarian, I guess, but I was trying to speak to them in Hungarian. They were like really impressed, and so one of the the girl that was checking me in, she was like, "Well, you know, we could give you an early check in, but the room that you had booked, which is like the cheapest room I could get, it was like you know, double bed and like no window outside or whatever." She's like, uh, "That that that room isn't available yet, but we can get you in a for an upgrade, and we can get you in now." I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool." So she's like, "It's the presidential suite," and I was like, "What? The presidential suite?" So, dude, I get in this room and it was like an apartment, dude. There were like two bathrooms in it, two bathrooms. I had this like giant bed. I had like these big sliding mirror doors that closed. I had two balconies onto like the avenue with the tram in front. And uh, this was like in the winter too. And it was like, it was snowing. So like (laughs) I was like, I was out in the balcony and there's like snow and this like big, beautiful, like European Avenue with the tram going through. Oh my god, Jeremy, dude, it'll never, it'll never be the same again. But um, man, it was so beautiful, and and I got access to like the the executive lounge. It was like, oh, dude, it was like, I felt like a king, man. Anytime I go on a trip anywhere else, I compare it to that trip, and it's never so funny. (laughs) I I remember um, something not as exciting as that. In fact, it ended up being embarrassing for me. But we were maybe running late to get to the hotel. Um, after we had gotten off our plane, I think you were there, and you were kind of getting me excited about learning Hungarian. So I went and I was trying out some phrases because I, I fashion, you know, I, I think of myself as like I can pick up dialects and things well. I just can't, you know, learning the language is challenging. So I was like, let yeah. me see if I can, I can say something to these ladies uh, serving us drinks and kind of impress them. So I think I, I must have tried to say like, "Hey there, pretty lady." And um, oh, it ended up coming off with like, "Grandma, can I have some milk?" or something like that. And <laughs> oh, you said it in like the the older uh, yeah, the version old of version. <laughs> and they looked at each other and they were like, "You don't call women that." Almost, almost like I went up to a woman at a bar and was like, "Like, um, hey, uh, hey, you old flapper," you know, oh, like, like it's nineteen twenties. And they're like, "We don't so, call women that anymore." Um, I was. Uh, I asked, uh, so there's this this um, candy in uh, in Hungary called roti, and it's like a yogurt, a chilled yogurt, chocolate covered yogurt stick. I guess it's like a, a cream cheese or yogurt or something. It's like a sour, soury kind of cream cheese thing in the middle, covered in chocolate, and it's like a very particular thing. They're really proud of it. It's like one of their their things that they're they're most excited about. Whenever um, people outside of Hungary like them, they think it's like the craziest thing. Um, so this one, this one girl that I, that we worked with at the time, I was, I was trying to ask her in Hungarian if she liked the roadie and it was something like, uh, naked tested or something. And, um, I ended up asking her if she liked her body <laughs> by mistake. And she got like, so beat red. And I was like, what did I just ask you? You know, she's like, and then one of the other guys was like, you just asked her if she liked her body. And I was like, Oh God, that's not what I meant. Uh, did you like the roadie? <laughs> Oh god, it's fun. Language is hilarious. Um, anyway, that was a that was a high point in my career. That was Asking wonderful. Nuns. I got just yeah. I, 
just envision you use you trying to use both bathrooms every day, trying to do your best. Um, that's pretty funny. Oh yeah. Oh, you remember the bat? The bathrooms had the weird triangle and the upside down triangle and the. Oh the yes. Other way. You had to figure out and which one was a know, dress like, and which one was like a broad shoulders. Oh, you're talking about the two bathrooms in the hotel. I, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the two bathrooms at the office with the. I weird, was talking about yeah. you had two bathrooms at the hotel. Yeah. That you were trying. No, to well, use. the other bath, the bathrooms in the office were also confusing. There, everything was. Confusing. Like, wait, were you like the upside down triangle and the right side of? Oh, I went to the wrong anyway. bathroom at least three times. <laughs> the thing I love about uh, bathrooms, and I, I've noticed this in a couple places in Europe, they're more private, or they were. Uh, they were like little rooms, yeah. and so you didn't feel as yeah. though, like you know. Anyway. And if you ask for the bathroom, they think you're crazy because right. they're like, we don't take a bath in there. What the fuck is the matter with you? So what was your worst trip, Derek? My worst trip? It's uh, it's hard to think of because I've had a lot of good ones. Um, I, I, I have what, maybe my worst trip. It's funny because I was thinking one of my, my first trip ever was to uh, actually Oracle's facility in Reston, Virginia. I was doing a training there actually wasn't supposed to be uh, allowed to go because I was a contractor, but they sent me anyway. Um, but it's I think uh, statute of limitations is up on that, so I'm going to talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I went there, and I was thinking, you know, that was really awkward because there was this girl there, and I was really young, and, and she invited me out to, on the town, and I went out on the town, but she was, like, not nice and only wanted to watch hockey. It was very strange. And... Um, and but I remember one of the days I went, I left the facility where we were doing the training, and I went to go get uh, chick, uh, Chipotle, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, what is this? What is? Th- it's in a bowl? They put it in the bowl? You you've never had? I never Chipotle. had Chipotle. Oh, that, I, I guess before, yeah, we didn't so have. So it was like a delicacy Orleans, for me, and I was so excited <laughs> about. So I'm thinking back, I'm like, no, actually that was a great trip. I got Chipotle for the first time. So um, so I don't. Yeah. I don't really have any terrible trips for where I will. I do have a really terrible story about one of my colleagues that I that I uh, traveled with. That was kind of miserable. Oh yeah, what happened? Um, so we had all right. So this is actually relatively recently. We had a contractor. Um, we'll call him Bill. Uh, he was working under me, and we just we just never hit it off, man. We like we didn't really get along. Like, and and I interviewed him and stuff, and he seemed like a really nice guy in the interview and all that. And then when he started working, he just got to be like a real snooty, like just mean spirited, like didn't like, I don't know, he didn't like taking orders and he did not even, not like I gave him orders, but like I would ask him to help do things and he would just like, he like really snooty about it. He had a really bad attitude. Um, and so we're, uh, we're at the shop and we're with a bunch of these, you know, blue collar, like guys, hardworking dudes, like shift work, you know, up at 3 a.m., working, you know, 12 hour shifts, like five, six days a week. And it was just like, he, he just didn't mesh well with the guys in the shop. They would just like give him dirty looks and stuff. And he would just say stuff and people would just like look at him weird, you know? Anyway, I think he kind of felt like he, um, like he wasn't <laughs> doing a good job. You know, we're doing, trying to do this UX research stuff. And, um, he uh he did something he got off he was on his phone like the whole time like just checking his phone while we're trying to talk to people and if you've ever been on a research trip um the idea is to you know watch people work and to talk to them not be on your phone the whole time um and so uh i asked him um a couple times i was like you know bill can you put your phone away like you know this is not what we're doing right now um 
And eventually, uh, he got to the point where he, you know, we had these like notebooks and um, uh, to to write like legal size notebooks. We were writing notes and stuff in. And there's this one really important piece of paper that the users tend to write, record stuff like a log of all the work that they're doing and stuff. It's a really important piece of paper. It's like the the thing. It's the only reason why they're really working is to to fill that sheet out, right? And um, Bill pulls his phone out and um, throws the notebook down on top of this piece of paper. And the guy looks up at him. He's sitting at a desk, looks up at him like he's like insane, right? I was like, Bill, come here. And um, he, he, he comes over. He's like, what? And I was like, dude, you can't. You just threw your thing on this piece of paper. You're not supposed to. You can't do that. He's like, I was just checking my phone. And I was like, Will, don't don't yell at me. Like you're you're just you can't do that kind of thing. We're here. We're in. You know, we're in there. Uh, you're like we're in their living room, and you just like kicked your feet up on top of their like table. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that. We're guests here. Um, and uh, you know he was doing stuff like that, like sitting on their desks and all this stuff. Where it's like you just don't do that. You know. So anyway, he like just shut down at that point, and he like didn't say anything. Um, he just like stood off like five feet behind us the whole time. And um, afterwards, uh, we went to lunch and we're like, hey, hey, Bill, we're going to lunch. Do you want to come to lunch with us? And he's like, um, he's like, no, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get lunch. And I was like, okay. So we, we went and got lunch. And um, after, after lunch, uh, he, he didn't come back. So about like literally almost two hours after lunch, he moseys back on in. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Will, uh, I was like, Bill, can you step aside? Let's let's have a chat, and uh, and I was like, "Do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? I mean, you don't have to be here. If you want to go, you're welcome to go. You're you know, it's just like this is not. We're not going to force you. You're not a prisoner." And then he starts like yelling at me about how I disrespected him and how like he deserves better and all. And this is like a junior designer. I've been doing this for like ten years or more, ten plus years, and I feel like. I've earned the respect, you know, like, I, but I, this guy, he hasn't earned the respect. And so I, I felt like my dad, I was like, I was like, Bill, respect is earned. Go home. And I like yelled at him. I told him to go Ooh. home. <laughs> I told him to leave. And he, I like never saw him again. That was it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he, uh, we, we shipped his computer. Uh, we had him ship his computer to us and stuff. And um, uh, he, we didn't even see him again. Jesus. That was it. Wow, and he was a contractor, so it was like it was easy to just get rid of him, you know. But I feel like you're a contractor, and it was work to hire too. It wasn't like it was contract to hire. So the idea was like he would eventually get a full time position. It wasn't like, you know, we contracted for only three months and that was it. So, yeah, it was just the weirdest thing I've I, in my all of my career, all of my career, I have never worked with somebody like that. And I have been doing this for so long, I have never had someone on my team who was that mean to everybody. And it was funny because when we laid him off afterwards people were like oh where's bill and i was like oh he's not coming back and i was like oh my god what happened and i told him sort of like yeah that doesn't surprise me he was such a dick <laughs> oh, they were like god he was so mean he like would just snap at us in meetings and he would talk down to us like he was smarter than all of us and stuff wow. and i was like oh god that was like the worst hire i've ever made i mean people I, i've made some okay hires in the past i made some like good hires i made some eh, not great hires this was the worst hire i, I feel like i was duped <laughs> in the in the meeting i just feel like i was totally duped yeah it's anyway. tough sometimes to pick up on when people aren't going to mesh with you or they're not going to mesh with the organization um for whatever yeah. reason it's just tough but to that was uh, on. that was without a doubt my uh 
the weirdest yeah, trip. Yeah, I guess worst trip? my um, I having thought about it because you just put um, put it into perspective as how how awkward a trip can really get. Um, a lot of the trips that I've had have been pretty productive. I've been on trips where uh, they've been awkward or strange, or you leave the trip thinking, "Why did I even go there?" I went to Atlanta yeah. a few times for um, one of the companies that I worked for, and I spent a lot of time in one gentleman's office, and he was explaining to me how uh, one core piece of their product worked in detail, like down to the, uh, you know, how the metal spins and things like that, and um, and then he was like, "Come with me," and I was like, uh, "Okay." older gentleman you know and he takes me for a ride in his car and we go to eat lunch somewhere and and he's just telling me like you know i'm not going to be doing this forever and he's like telling me like that he wants to retire and and like how he's like it's almost like it was his last big meeting that he wanted like his last he wanted to like share all this with me it was like something it was like something about you kid that i wanted to share all this with it was very strange that's so weird. As we're eating, like uh, it was probably Chipotle. Um, it was actually it was actually some Mexican food. Now that I remember it, similar to like a Izzo's uh, illegal burrito um, trademark. But anyway, yeah, uh, the trip that I went on, um, while it was awkward, uh, was cool. I got to learn a lot. Um, so I don't have any really any trips that like ended up being completely just terrible at the end. Yeah. You know, I always got yeah, something. Yeah, I don't either. Most of the trips I've been on have been relatively fun. I mean, it's all about who you go on these trips with, too. I mean, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people think of, like, work trips as being these, like, really fun, amazing, you know, parties the whole time. And I know we're, like, talking about how we have fun. But most of these trips we've gone on have been, like, for a week or more at a time. Yeah. And, like, there might be, like, a few things that it's, like, we're... Oh, remember that fun thing we did for that hour? (laughs) But we were there for like, you know, 10 days or I was on a trip once. Was it Budapest for like 14 days? Budapest was was two weeks the first time. Two weeks, man. I was gone for... Even though we had uh, so much Yeah, two weekends. Do you remember just walking around? um, What was it? Uh, It was like we got funnel cakes or something like that. No, chimney cakes. And we just like Uh, had the best time. I can't think of the Hungarian name. Like, and and then we were working with Matt at the time and, and he... He, I just remember him saying it was very uncharacteristic. He just looked at me. He was like, "Let's go on an adventure. Let's 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 do something weird." And I'm like, "Matt, where where's Matt? First of all, yeah. is he still is he here? Because he was supposed to come with us. <laughs> we need his we need his help for this whole meeting thing. Um, but but he had such a good trip. So yeah, I, I don't regret any of our uh, any yeah. of our trips for the company that we work for. But I tell you what, dude, like work trips in general are just like kind of miserable. Like they are fun. I mean, you do have like fun moments, but like I hate traveling for work. I really do. Like I know we're talking about how like you know fun it can be, and if you got the right crew, it's really fun. But like in general, though, God, it's like just it happens so often. Amy and I we do this thing every Sunday where we write down what we did that week and then we go and at the end of the year on like a new year's day or whatever we'll read through all of the things like oh remember when we did this it's still stuff you completely forget about like you know linus said this silly thing you know like you totally forget that a year later but we're going through this thing and amy's like oh look another one where jeremy's out of town oh look another one where dad was out of town oh look another one darren's out of town oh look another one dad's in europe another dad's in europe again you know yeah. um <laughs> and it's just like it just remind yourself like how 
how much you're away from your family and that's just like is a bummer dude um and especially with the kids getting older now like you know when they were younger and they didn't really know what i was going what I, that i was gone it's like but now it's like you know where's dad and they're like upset and so that's so hard man and then leaving them in the morning and like trying to get out of the house while the, to the airport um while they're there and they're yelling and screaming and it's just it's such a bummer man yeah, the worst is when your you kids try to get used to it too, and they start to oh, say, they start to like expect yeah. you not to be there, and they're like, "Who is it?" We had a conversation with an executive once. We, did. we were talking about, how, yeah, and she was like out of town, almost like two, two weeks out of every month. Yeah, it's crazy, and I've, th- I've talked to executives too that had um, executives that would have like, um, you know, they'd have to on on layovers, they'd have to meet their wives or their husbands. <sighs> And yeah. that's the only time they could see him. So, so yeah. trips, trips. While you know, you do get embedded in the environment, um, and it's something different. Like when when I when I was talking about my honeymoon earlier, how we went to Italy. It's definitely different to describe yeah. the Sistine Chapel from the inside, as opposed yeah. to from a book you read. Right. Uh, I can tell you, it is different. Um, uh, but the just the the weight it puts on your family you know how tough it is for them uh it's it's definitely not lost on us it wasn't lost on us at the time you know but there are aspects of trips once you're there and you realize okay well i'm here i can't go back and i have a job to do you'll let yourself have a little fun sometimes just to like ease your mind or whatever um sometimes you get in a gypsy cab sometimes you uh (laughs) oh that was another good story (laughs) We didn't talk about that story. Hey, the Linus. Blue angels just came. The blue angels just flew over. Uh, we missed them. Did you get to see them? Well, they're going to come that way. You kind of can't see them. Okay, Daddy will be done in just a minute. Do you want to? Do you want to let Linus I sign us off? Yeah, you want to, uh, Linus? You want to? Uh, I got a good story about a gypsy cab, but I'll I'll leave that one for next time, Derek. All right, Linus, yeah, we have to, to do everybody? we have to do a whole other session of these. <laughs> Linus, you want to tell you want to tell um, everybody out in uh, Retro Timeland that uh, that we'll see them later. See you later. All right. Um, I guess that's it then. The kids are up, so that means I got to stop talking because I. I'll tell you something. Oh, there, Linus wants um, to tell you something. We're moving to Florida where it snows <laughs> and gets flat in the basement. Um. Well, we haven't decided yet, baby. <laughs> But uh, I guess I, love this guy. I guess those, I guess the world will find out soon enough. Yeah, what what all that means? <laughs> He's saying in code. Oh man. Oh um, man. Anyway, Linus, you are the best little dude over four years old. You know that? Yeah. Right, he good. has two kids. That's why I right. have to say so, it like that. I gotta say it like that. Yeah, I can't say the best little dude because I, I can't say the little dude and a little like if I had a one boy and a girl, I gotta say over four and under four. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. What do we got to say? That's uh, this was fun. Oh, yeah. um, I like this reminiscing about old work. Yeah, this super been a, fun. Been a dangle hoot. Um, check us out on retrotimepodcast.com. Check us out on Stitcher now. We're on Stitcher, Derek. Whoa. I don't think last time we were on Stitcher. I put us on Stitcher. Um, leave a comment on Stitcher. You can do that. You can rate us and all that stuff. I'd really appreciate that. Um, what else we got? We got Twitter. Have you been tweeting, Derek? I, I tweet. I don't even think I, I tweet. Been tweeting. Okay, Derek's tweeting. So follow us on uh, Twitter. We got Facebook, and there's also LinkedIn now. <laughs> I even created a LinkedIn page. Nice. Uh, so if you're on LinkedIn and you want to follow Retro Time Podcast on LinkedIn, you could do that there. Um, I think that's it. Linus, you got anything else to say? 
You always have something to say. You're shaking your head no. I find that very hard to believe. Um, all right, Derek. This has been fun. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it out there. And I guess we'll holler at you later. I'm trying to hug you. You're trying to hug the computer? <laughs> Let's wait until the, I stop recording and then you can hug the computer. Um, <laughs> all right. Can all right, I y'all. talk on there? Um, sure. Do you want to say something? Hi. Hi. Okay. You got to say bye because we're actually getting off. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. All right. Take, take it, it easy. easy. Take it easy. All right. Take it All right. Easy.